and welcome to another episode of the Book Baby Spotlight Podcast, your home for interviews with authors, illustrators, editors, and other industry insiders from the world of self-publishing. My name's Sam, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Jasmine. Hey, folks. And this is our season finale for 2022. We've packed it full for you all. Uh, we've got an interview with book baby author Amanda McCann to talk about her wonderful kids book, Halloweeny, And then Jim Foley, book baby president, to highlight some of the brand new book baby features that we're super excited about. Jazz, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. There's lots of orders coming through. This is the time of the year where book sales are definitely on the rise. Absolutely. This is the busy season. And once you get through it, you get Christmas break. So sound good? Amazing. I'm pretty zoomed out after talking to our colleagues all week, but uh, it was pretty great showing off these new features and things that we've been working on for well over a year now. Oh, can you let us know? Well, we'll save that for Jim, uh, but you tell us about Amanda McCann. Seemed like the perfect book for the season. Our next guest is author Amanda McCann, whose book Halloweeny has become the month's bestseller. McCann is an animation producer and author who is here to talk about her self-publishing journey and success with her book. Amanda, it's a pleasure to have you join us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Tell us a little about yourself. How long have you been a writer? I feel like I've been a writer as long as I can remember. It was something that was a passion of mine since I was a kid. I loved writing. I love stories um, and telling stories and acting out stories. I have a theater background as well. <laughs> so everything to do with storytelling was my jam. And I've been a professional writer for almost 20 years, about 18 years. My career started writing for the Simpson comic book series. I wrote for the Bart Simpson comics and some of the Simpsons Library of Wisdom books. And then it just spanned through comics and children's books and animation, um, episodes of shorts and TV and things like that. Oh, that is so cool. Especially mm -hmm. like having a background in theater. I really love the title Halloweeny. It's such a cute title. And I really am curious to know where the book idea originated from. Oh, yeah, me too. And I was shocked that it wasn't taken when I went to register and copyright it because it's a common, I feel like, name, but it's used in other ways and it wasn't a part of the, uh, the book community yet. So it originated, I've always wanted to do a Halloween story or um, I'm a big horror fan. So some sort of spooky or um, fun and seasonal fall um, project. And it originated as an animated short. I, uh, the pandemic hit. I had a lot of extra free time on my hands. And I was like, you know, I spend a lot of time producing other people's dreams. Why don't I make something of my own, uh, my dream? And so I wrote an animated short originally for Halloweeny. And then I was like, you know, that's a lot to produce <laughs> on my own. Um, so I pivoted to the children's book version. And I'm so happy I did. I feel like I really fleshed out the story and was able to tell this in the way I wanted to. And, you know, that it's kind of the basis for an animated project, right? It's essentially a storyboard, which it could then just be turned into something animated. So I wanted to start with the book. Yeah, and I've always been a big fan of Halloween. My birthday is right around Halloween. So love, uh, love the season. I'm one of those people, but I'm very unashamed about it. I love fall. I like Halloween. I like everything fun and fright. And uh, so that's where my heart is. And I always loved seasonal holiday specials, even like Christmas or, you know, Thanksgiving, like the peanuts. I grew up on a lot of that stuff too. And I just wanted to make something that like people can enjoy, enjoy every season, it, bring it back up and be like, oh yeah, that thing. So 
that's where it started. And I'm so glad it's out and in the world now. So earlier you were talking about how you had um, an animation that short for the book. And I can just say that the illustrations in the book are beautifully done. They give a very distinct soft brush animated look. It's almost like I'm watching a Disney film. Tell me like, what was that process for picking an illustrator that would match, you know, the vision that you also had for the book? Yeah, Simone, my illustrator, I found on Instagram, I fell in love with her artwork immediately. What's so amazing about what she does is it can be a still image, but there's so much emotion and acting and just a picture. I could tell that she really captured the spirit of characters in her work. And yeah, I literally just found Simone Timi, as I call her on Instagram. I was like, do you do commissions? Are you open? I'm looking for a collaborator on this project. And originally she started with the character designs for the animated short before we even started illustrating. She was open. She got my vision right away. I didn't have to explain too much. She really understood what I was going for. And she brought everything to life so well in in her sweet drawings and the colors and just everything that she did. She got it. And it was very smooth process because we were pun intended on the same page (laughs) throughout the whole process, which is nice. And it was a no brainer. She's endlessly talented. I she's a teacher. She's studied uh, studying to be a teacher in Germany. She she doesn't work regularly professionally in animation or any industry. She she has illustrated other things, but I just couldn't believe <laughs> what I found. I felt like I hit a gold mine in her and that she was willing and wanting to do this and just plus everything. So yeah, it was a no brainer when I found her and she signed on. It was very exciting. It does sound exciting. I know you've been promoting your book through social media. How long would you say your marketing lead up was to the release? Yeah. So we started with the website. We wanted to build a website that people could go to that kind of brought you into our world as well. I feel like every part of the experience, we wanted to encapsulate the world of Halloweeny. So we started with the website, which was all de- designed by Simone. And, and on that, there's you know our bios and all that good stuff and where to buy it and like contact us. But we were most excited about the activities page. There's one tab where you can go in and like download uh, pumpkin carving stencils and like an activity sheet to color and stuff like that. So we just wanted to make it super fun and kid friendly and and a place to drive people to our content to to be in the Halloweeny world um, when we started. And then after the website, we yeah started our Instagram and Facebook accounts to, to help promote. And Zimi did an amazing job also designing little um, short gifts and um you know, images and stuff for that. Um, So I would say, you know, we started in early summer for an early fall launch, which was perfect amount of time. We built our website through Squarespace, which has a lot of great templates. You do have to work within the means of those templates, but it worked out really well for us, which was nice because I am not a web designer. She is not a web designer, but it was very user-friendly in that way. And then, yeah, and then just, you know, we wanted to because we were self-publishing, we wanted to do everything to make it look professional and also, um, you know, legitimize it in a way too. Anybody can publish, but how, what's different about what we're bringing to the story world and to children's book, um, to the children's book world. And so we just wanted to make it really professional and very easy to do because Simi is an incredible illustrator. So everything she touches is like beautiful and golden. And I'm very excited <laughs> about all the th- stuff she's done. So, um, and then, you know, try not to spam everyone. So we post probably once a day or once every other day at this point now. Um, And 
you know, we worked with Book Baby on marketing. You guys have an amazing marketing campaign program. So we get our book out there in other ways. And that's been an incredible help to us. So just kind of all of those things combined, um, you know, is how we promote it. And it's been really successful so far for us. Yeah, I really love what you said earlier about giving this incentive with the book, like stencils and other little gifts to your readers to build that connection. And um, I'm curious to know, like, uh, why did you pick self-publishing versus traditional publishing? You know, very truthfully, I've been a part of studio systems for my whole career with a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And I didn't want a lot of cooks. I wanted to be really simple. I wanted to have full creative control and not have to, you know, bend my ideas or collaborate in a way that sacrifices my vision. Very selfishly, I just didn't want anybody else to have a say. I wanted to do it the way we wanted to do it without having too much influence and and that freedom to do that. Because, you know, if you spend your time waiting for other people to green light your dreams or to approve of what you're doing, you just spend your whole career waiting for that sometimes. And I just didn't want to wait. I wanted to do it in my time when it made sense. And through Book Baby, it was really simple. <laughs> it made it really easy to, to self-publish. And a lot of folks are doing that now with access. What's amazing about technology now is that, you know, filmmakers and animators and artists and people can get their art and stories out there without having to go through big companies or systems to do that and gain traction on their own, which I think is a beautiful thing these days and not having to, yeah, again, wait for permission <laughs> for someone else to green light your dreams. You know, it, it's it's nice that you have it at your fingertips if you can get it out there. Like if you think about it, YouTube is like the number one watch channel in the world. And it's literally free to post. So if you wanted your content out there or anywhere, you can. And I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so glad that we were able to assist the dream and making it feel like it's literally at your fingertips. It's our MO here at Book BV. Um, Tell me more about how your community has uh, reacted, friends, family to the book. Oh, everyone's been incredibly supportive. I am so grateful to all um, who've bought it or just have shown enthusiasm, visited our site and all of that and shared it with their friends and family. Um, honestly, the goal, this wasn't about making a profit. It, it, it was literally about the experience of doing it, getting the story out there for fun almost and, um, and getting it into homes and having kids enjoy it and bringing families together uh, through storytelling. And my dad read to me a lot growing up and I really appreciated that time that you know, family bonding time of reading and being together. And I just thought it would be so cool to put something out in the world that did that for families and for people. Story time, I think, is really important and a crucial part of kids growing up. And when you're first learning about the world and stuff, you know, I feel like visual storytelling can really bring you places maybe you've never been or heard or seen. I feel like all of the books that I've read or, you know, when I was little, the comics and the children's books my dad read me opened my world up so much more. And I love to do that for other people. And this story was close to my heart in that I, one, representation really matters to me in storytelling and in kids' content especially. Uh, you'll notice all the lead characters are women. The heroes and the villains are all women, which mattered a lot to me. And I feel like 
I hadn't seen a lot of that. And so I really wanted to start bringing that to kids literature too. So, you know, it's near and dear to my heart and I feel like it's been, yeah, really well received and the support has been endless. And I'm so grateful to everyone who's bought the book and continue to support and promote it. Also, the promotion is everything when you're a self-publisher. So (laughs) anyone putting the word out there is incredibly helpful. And I'm I'm really thankful for that. That's literally amazing. In our book, Baby Reads interview, you did mention that it took you six months to draft the book. A lot of people wouldn't suspect that writing a children's book would take that long. Can you tell us more about that process? Yeah. So because I wrote it originally as an animated short, I had to then envision it as a, a kid's book and translate that to a children's book manuscript. And honestly, it was just that I wanted to be very thoughtful in how I told this story. I wanted to take as much time as needed. And as we know, the creative process isn't just like, do it, you know, you have all the tools, go. It takes some sort of, you know, motivation and inspiration. And I would say, you know, coming off of the pandemic and the last three years, it's been really hard and a lot of burnout is very real. I think for a lot of folks, you know, going through what we went through and I feel like being motivated and inspired can take a little more time. Um, So I wanted to be very specific about the story I told and how to set it apart from other Halloween stories that might be out there. And not to say that I'm reinventing any wheel, like, you know, I just pulled it from my perspective, but um, yeah, it it took the time and then my partner read it and My brother, who's like one of my best editors, also read it to make sure (laughs) that it was all, you know, in line and working. Uh, And then, yeah, and then Simi read it and she was on board and thought it was really solid. So, you know, that's kind of all the input I I needed to, to keep pushing forward. But yeah, six months, just because, you know, I'm not writing every day. It's not my full time job. So when I could find time, I squeeze it in there nights, weekends, (laughs) wherever I could. It truly sounds like it takes a whole community to write a book. And we're so glad that Book Baby has been a part of that process for you, making it really simple and easy to produce the book. Tell me the quality of the book. Did you love it when it arrived? Oh, yeah, it was it was so cool to see it on page. The one thing that really stood out that is so um, visceral to me is the hardcover. That's what I really wanted is it to be a hardcover children's book um, because it was my favorite growing up. And when I came... And I saw the cover for the first time. I definitely burst into tears. I was so excited and it looked amazing. The print quality is incredible. You know, it's hard to translate the colors and stuff from your computer screen and into the page, but Book Baby definitely did a good job printing and matching as closely as you can to the colors because it doesn't always translate. But yeah, seeing it in, in actual print form was amazing and totally satisfying of process to finish to end. Having the physical book in your hand is like the most rewarding thing. It just feels so awesome. <laughs> I think I might need a copy of that one. Cute, right? I think she'll definitely benefit from the bookshop analytic insights as well. Yeah, definitely. And it looks like it's already going well, but you know, now is really the time to leverage all of that info and truly take off. Yeah, I really suggest like lots of organic posts as well, you know, tagging anyone and anything related to kids and Halloween stuff. It's an easy impulse buy for people already looking for that content. Good call. Yeah, she had some really cute Instagram animations that I saw were putting up good numbers. And now she can see those direct results. Thanks to analytics. Yes. And that's the first service Jim is going to tell us about. So let's get him in here. President of Book Baby, Jim Foley. Jim's been helping lead the way at Book Baby for 10 years and with our parent company for 23 years. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. 
Thanks for having me, Sam and Jasmine. Nice to see you two today. And I know that we're really busy at the moment, uh, as we tend to be every October. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to see the bigger context. So I'm curious, how are you feeling about Book Baby's positioning right now for the year? It's always exciting at Book Baby. We have tons of things going on on, I will say, every front of our business. We recently purchased two brand new printing presses and a new Uncler finishing line, which cuts and stacks book blocks in our print shop in New Jersey. We made this investment because we needed to significantly expand our book printing capacity. We operate in total about 12 digital printing presses now, and uh, that makes us a fairly significant digital book manufacturer in the world. And we look forward to our brand new partnership with Zycon, is the company who purchased the printing presses from, and they will provide support to us. So that's a big undertaking in our plan. Our operations team is doing a fantastic job. The second press is being uncreated at the moment and, and installed, and we expect to have the second one operational uh, by November 1st. The first press is already operational, along with the Hunkler. On the other front, technology front, we are heavily investing in our bookshop. That's our online retail store that tens of thousands of authors around the world know and love. And you know we're proud to offer the, I believe, the largest royalty rates available to independent authors for the printed book format, for the ebook format, and I believe we might be talking about a new format soon on this podcast. So I will save a further update about that for then. But at Bookshop, it's really interesting. You know, we listen to our authors and we solve their problems for them. You know, authors need a reliable retail outlet. So at Bookshop, your book is always in stock. You need to be able to build your marketing list. So we provide authors, well, the readers of authors' books, the, the readers who buy books on the bookshop to leave their email address for the author so that they can join a newsletter and follow the author along with uh, any updates that were, more importantly, their next book. So this helps the author build their community of readers and stay engaged with them. No one does that. No other retail store provides that or a publisher, really, for authors. So that's, that's a big deal. Uh, we also offer couponing. So authors can experiment with uh, discounting the book if they want. Great thing to do. Black Friday is coming up. Cyber Monday is coming up. Big, uh, busy holiday, shopping days. So uh, authors should be uh, most certainly planning their, their, their selling strategy for the busy holiday season. For sure. It's all really exciting that we're having all these new additions to serve the customers. I want to talk to you about the bookshop analytics. Could you explain to us how this is another awesome facet for our clients? Yes. So, um, you know, you can't run an effective marketing program without seeing what the results are of your marketing efforts. So, for example, if you know I do some advertising of my book on Facebook, and the only data I get provided from the retail store for my publisher is that you had some book sales, and maybe they're not reported for 30 or 90 days from when the sale actually happened. And that's a problem in the marketplace. So... We solved it. What we did is we we built a robust, what we're calling bookshop analytics, which if anybody's familiar with uh, Google Analytics, it's very similar. Authors now in a very convenient and user-friendly dashboard can see how many users they got to their bookshop book page today. They can see where those users are coming from. So I can see if I have a Facebook ad running wow, look, I'm getting clicks today on that ad and they're coming to my page and they're buying my book. Any referring website to say like, you know, the New York Times reviews my book and uh, puts a link on their website and to the store. And now I'm seeing, oh, wow, look, New York Times is a great source of traffic for me. Uh, 
this week. And, and uh, we also show where the users are located, all the way down to the city, I believe. Is that true, Sam? It's down to the zip code, actually. Ah, even mm-hmm. better. So uh, you may be experimenting with regional marketing, right? So maybe you're running one ad in California and a different ad in Philadelphia. You'll be able to see where the users are located. We also show probably the most interesting statistic is the engagement score. So that measures how long the users are interacting with your page, uh, which is real important because, you know, if a person clicks on a super compelling ad that maybe Jasmine produced for you as part of our book baby marketing program, you know, you might earn a click and now you've landed on the book page. Now the book page has to sell, right? So if the person left the page in half a second, eh, something's wrong with the page. But if they spent a minute or two and they read all your metadata and then they click the button to, to move forward and purchase your book, that's that's a big win. So we want to know how well your your page is performing once a user gets there. So this is very insightful data for authors to have. And to my knowledge, it is exclusive to the Book Baby Bookshop. I don't think... Our good friends at Amazon offer anything like this, and I don't think it's available through any other retailer. No, all the other retailers and their their publishing platforms like KDP, uh, they really just specify sales information, which is great. You want that information, and like you're certainly going to get that from BookBaby as well. Uh, but that's only a small fraction of the story. We need to go back and find out why they bought, and you know, you can really start to try to break that down with this feature. So I'm curious if you think people are going to be using this in conjunction with our other uh, promotional services. I do. I think what this analytics program does is links all of our author-friendly tools together. So now, because you can see the data, that's really the linchpin to understand your entire marketing funnel. So your brand awareness in the marketplace, is it growing over time? Is it shrinking over time? And all these activities that you do, or maybe you employ marketers to help you, or maybe you employ us, whatever the case may be, it's important that you can see in real time how impactful your efforts are. And you don't want to spend your time doing things that aren't impactful. And you have to know that. And you have to know it right away. And that's what this tool allows you to do. So I believe that um, because we have this data, you know, now people, sh- they should be really be motivated to test things like couponing and ads and all the things we offer, because you can see with certainty what, what is happening. And do lots of A-B tests to share in different places so you can see which one's more effective using that source tool. Yes, A-B testing is very important, especially in today's digital world. You know, you only have a split second to grab someone's attention. So you want to experiment with all different kinds of things in the creative. You, you want to use different languages in your, um, in your, in your posts. You want to use different headlines. You want to use different images. You want to do all. I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert. Our good people here at at BookBaby are in things like TikTok. And, you know, now you're talking about music and the ads or whatever the post allows. And there's just an endless world of opportunity out there. And it's never been easier for an independent author to advertise and win readers. It's There's so many great tools available now. The possibilities are endless. So I know we've teased this before, but I understand, Jim, that you have a huge announcement. You want to let our listeners know what it is? I do. We, um, Book Baby, in partnership with a company called Speech Key, who 
have developed human-like AI narration for the book publishing world so they can take a manuscript and make an audiobook through AI narrative voices. We're aiming to disrupt the audiobook market for self-publishers. And the way we're going to do that is it's we're making it affordable for authors to self-publish an audiobook, which up until this point in time has been very challenging. You know, it's expensive and time-consuming to go through the process of evaluating narrators, trying to convince one to work with you, and then negotiating the the royalty split on what the the book is, how you're going to pay the narrator for the life of the title. All of these things that the other exchanges offer are, are very complicated and not really serving the independent community very very well. So we've made it affordable and easy and effective for authors to make an audiobook now. And the best part is we're going to pay a 75% royalty on retail sales. And authors get to set their own retail price for the book. What that means is if the book sells for $20 retail price, the author is going to earn 15 bucks a sale. And uh, you know, we believe that the content creators, the authors, they should earn the lion's share of the royalty when their book sells. There's no reason why an online e-commerce store who only posts the book for sale should get to have 60% of the money when the book sells. It doesn't make any sense. It's just a digital product on a server. There's transaction. And then of course, there's cost to run the business and do the development work and all these things that come along with it. But by all means, the author should earn the most. Um, so we feel like 25% of the royalty for Book Baby is sufficient to help us cover our costs and continuing to develop tools to help make the author successful. So game changer for the independent publishing community. And we are very proud to partner with the good people at SpeechKey to make this possible. And uh, we think our authors are going to love it. Yeah, that price point being down is going to be huge because I remember that's always been the reason that a lot of our clients will opt not to get the audiobook. And they've been asking us for years, can you do my audiobook? And, you know, unfortunately, the answer to that has been no in the past. Uh, so it is really exciting that now that's a yes. And now the conversation continues and, you know, they're going to stick with Book Baby. Uh, so I'm curious, what do you think the unique value is that Book Baby is bringing to the audiobook space? There, there are a lot of different options out there. What are, what are we doing specifically? Well, specifically, again, the, the biggest thing is we're paying a 75% royalty versus something between 25 and 40% that's available out there currently in the marketplace. We're making it easy. An author literally logs into their BookBaby account, selects the book from their dashboard that they would like to convert into an audiobook. Then they pick the language of the book, right? So... Not only are we supporting English, we're supporting 74 more languages in our audiobook program. So once you select your language, whatever it may be, then you get to choose from anywhere between 20 and 50 voices, male and female, in that language to convert your book into. Now, it's not a translation service. So if your manuscript is in English, you can't select the Spanish language narration. This is different. We also offer translation services. So if you wanted to, say, to but luckily, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So if you, if you wanted to, to do that, you would have to have the book translated first, and then we could um, have it converted into the language in the audiobook format. So this is real exciting. We, we, to our knowledge, we're the only ones offering 
this kind of support. And, um, you know, we expect authors all over the world to, 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 to be very interested in this. And on top of that, you benefit from all the other things that come along with using Bookshop. You're part of a community. You're part of an organization that puts authors first. We're promoting your books through the Book Baby Reads blog. You have access to our mailing list of readers, which is significant. We have hundreds of thousands of users, new users every month on the Book Baby Bookshop, and your book's in front of them. And this is a community of people who want to support independent publishing. It matters where you spend your money in today's world. And, you know, why give it to a retailer? Instead, you can give it directly to the artists who you love. Well, a lot of those retailers don't even offer the ability to take these books. Uh, that was one of the things we ran into during development is that Amazon and uh, Audible, their audiobook company, just not interested in, audio, in AI narrated audiobooks at all right now. Um, so do you think that that's just the future? That's where we're going? Everyone needs to jump on board. It's getting realistic enough. Um, I don't think everybody has to jump on board, and I don't favor necessarily AI versus human narrators. Of course, there's a place in the world for all of us. I think it's very important that human narrators are utilized and service the segment of the market that makes sense for that. But you know, if you're, we're seeing this all the time, right? If you're a publisher who has a legacy catalog of content that still matters today and still um, has a place in the marketplace, you don't have the time or the resources. And there's frankly not enough human narrators on earth to do the work of narrating all these books, right? So why not allow that content to come to the marketplace and be enjoyed in this format? So that's where this solution comes into play. And also for book baby authors, right? Who, you know, it's a challenge. To it's expensive, and it's time-consuming, and it's a long process to record an audiobook with a human narrator. And we've taken the pain out of that. It's gone. You can, with a few clicks, do this. You get a proof back. We have, it's a hybrid solution. So the AI narrates the book, and then human audio engineers massage it, if you will, to perfection. And this is good for all genres. You know, it can be genre fiction, it can be nonfiction, and it, it will be great. Hey, Jim, so let us know, like, what's the value of keeping this exclusive to Bookshop for now? People are happy to shop at the Bookshop. We have a uh, loyal, dedicated readership, and it's growing by the minute. And because it's a digital product, you know, you have your device, and you go to the store, and you buy the book, and you have it. So... And there's no supply chain, there's no shipping, there's no, you know, um, expense or difficulty to buy from our store. And um, authors, when they market their books to the bookshop, they get the benefit of capturing the user and adding them to their marketing list, which is just a game changer. I'm just thinking about how Spotify uh, just started using audio or just started offering audiobooks as well. And, and their royalty rate is nowhere near 75%. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think what happens in business is that different companies have different goals. Book Baby is part of the DIY media group. And we are a 75 year old independent publishing company who operates in the music and the book publishing businesses. And one of our core principles is that we want content creators to be rewarded 
for their great content that they sell. They need to make money to survive and to continue to be an artist or an author. So we create a business that supports that. And I can't, I don't comment on the motivation of other businesses, but this is what we do. And I know that that is different from uh, what happens to some of the other uh, platforms. And that's just fine. I think there's a place for everybody to survive and thrive. And we're here to help the independents survive and thrive. All right. Well put. Uh, so on a scale of one to 10, what concern do you have that we are unleashing the powers of AI and helping build a matrix dystopian type situation? Well, um, that's fun to think about, right? I'm a fan of sci-fi too. And I, will ha- I must admit that the AI uh, is already here and you can't put the genie back in the bottle. So who am I to decide where this all goes? But I will continue to use technology to help make the human experience better. Just like, you know, my friend Ben Franklin, once upon a time, did that with the technology over here in Philadelphia with his little printing press. And, you know, technology comes and goes and humans have a craving and a desire to evolve. And this is where we are at this point in the journey. What are you reading these days? It's interesting. I read a lot of nonfiction. Nonfiction is my favorite. And I love reading about people. Ben Franklin, one of my favorite books, autobiography about Ben Franklin. But at the moment, I'm reading a book again, because I read it a uh, 100 years ago, but it's called Good to Great. And uh, it's a business book. Many people know this author, Jim Collins, is pretty well renowned. The reason why I'm reading that is because we're going to read it here at Book Baby. We have uh, a new generation of managers. And uh, we would like to uh, talk about some of the principles in that book that we believe stand the test of time. And uh, so uh, I'm reading that, refreshing my memory. I still have the same book from uh, 15 or 18 years ago. Just got mine in the mail. I'll start that soon. Just reading one I think you'll really be into. It's called Laziness Does Not Exist by Devin Price. And it's Mm. uh, the author uh, as a a social scientist and has... uh, kind of analyzed a, a bunch of different case studies and kind of come to the conclusion that laziness is just a made-up idea that uh, doesn't exist. And it's actually an indicator of a bigger problem that needs to be tackled. So it'd be right up your alley, Jim. Sounds interesting. Chaz, got any good recs? Right now I'm reading the book, The Myth of Normal by Gabriel Matei. Describes healing in a society where trauma and you know personal uh development um is hard to come by and it just describes that contradiction how we all can be the greatest people we can be it's cool read all right well we're gonna have the one of the ai narrators read us out here but jim thank you so much for your time and uh really excited to see the new products thanks for having me you too and keep up the great work here on the book baby podcast it's amazing this has been the book baby spotlight Thanks go out to our guests, Book Baby President Jim Foley and the author of Halloweeny, Amanda McCann. To learn more about her book along with thousands of other independently published authors and now AI-narrated audiobooks, check out store.bookbaby.com. To publish your book with Book Baby, reach out today. Info at bookbaby.com. Like, rate, subscribe, and follow our podcast to learn more about the self-publishing world. 